Hello and welcome to the One Wrestling Podcast, your one-stop shop for discussions and reviews about the vast world of professional wrestling. Each week we pick some topics or shows to discuss from whatever promotion you feel like discussing that week. Mostly pro, but we talk about a little bit of everything. I'm your host TJ, aka Aspier, and with me is my co-host Caitlin. Hey everybody. Uh, this week is episode 45 and we will be discussing uh, the best super juniors up and uh, real world tag league up to this point. And I'll talk a little bit about world tag league, but not a lot. And uh, night one of the Dio Grand Prix and Noah's big show from Yokohama Budokan this past weekend. And overall, I pretty much enjoyed all the shows we watched, so no complaints. I mean, no serious complaints, I guess. But there was definitely some high-end <laughs> stuff for one show in particular. But I think uh, all the shows pretty much had at least one great match on them. Pretty much, yeah. But uh, before we get into that, uh, anything new with you? I knew uh, that Got 7 yes! new song came out. Yes! <laughs> I guess I'll promote them a little bit. Yeah, um, if you don't know, I don't know if I, I mean, I've talked about that. I, um, study a little bit of Korean, but yeah, my favorite group, God7, dropped their, uh, pre-release single today, and it's really fucking good, super fucking catchy, uh, I love it. Uh, next week their album comes out, and then they actually have what they call, like, their quote-unquote title track, so... Um, I'm super excited. I'm getting fed with a bunch of good music, so uh, definitely um, <laughs> I'm just really happy <laughs> this week in general, I guess. I guess I could ask you, is that the uh, album you just bought? That, yeah. Okay, I did that. Okay. <laughs> I figured, I haven't listened to it yet myself. I mean, I'm I'm more into girl groups, but I do listen to GOT7 and like BTS and some other guy groups, but I mostly listen to girl groups. But no. <laughs> And then I'm the opposite. I don't really listen to girl groups except for like twice and it's really... And then some others, but that's about it, my main ones. Yeah, but that's other than her, with her K-pop stuff, like, still playing Genshin, grinding out on that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, part two of the event came out today, and I tried it once, because it's a more of a co-op <laughs> kind of thing. You can do it single player, but it's meant to be played on co-op, and I did it once before work. I got him with some idiot, and it Dude. didn't work, so hopefully after I'm done recording, <laughs> I can try it again and try and grind it out a little bit, because... Yeah, I need to do it, too. I haven't logged <clears> on yet, but yeah, I need to... I need to play. But at least once I uh, do finish this, I'll have an official at Max Constellation, so she'll, she'll be absolute beast, tearing shit up. But, beast mode. Uh, other than that, uh, caught up a little bit in anime. I'm still behind in some shows, but... Oh, shit. I forgot we haven't watched Nana we, yeah, yet. Yeah, we haven't started watching Nana. Nana. We're like, what, th- two episodes behind It'll now? It'll be three if we don't watch it yeah. before Saturday. And uh, Okadama Drive's really good right now. Like, uh, so inter- good. Some interesting twits on the last episode. Uh, fuck, what else is there? Oh, I finished um, reading Jujutsu Kaisen. At least I'm caught up completely now. And I really definitely recommend checking that out. Like, I haven't watched the latest episode, but you need, if you haven't, like, I don't know how long the series is going on in the first season. I'm assuming it's, like, a two-core, but I'm not entirely sure. Like, I'm not sure. 26, 27, something I'm like that. I'm not entirely sure how long they're expecting, at least, like, episodes-wise. I'd assume... I don't know. Like, I think it's definitely going to get a second season, but... Oh, probably, yeah. Because it's really popping off right now, especially after last week. And, mm-hmm. yeah, the, the fucking manga is ridiculous. Like, <clears throat> I still think Chainsaw Man is, like, my... The manga I'm most invested in right now, as far as, like, currently going on manga. But Jujutsu Kaisen's, like, right there with it. Like, I'm so hyped for their uh, next chapter, especially right now with the arc they're doing. The uh, Shibuya Incident arc. Oh. It is going to be 24 episodes, so uh, it's going to go okay. into next season. Or next, uh, yeah. I'm curious how they're going to plan it out, but yeah, so that's pretty much the gist of what we've been doing. Um, I watched some other wrestling. I don't think, you didn't watch any of this, really, I don't think. 
other than AEW, but there's no, nothing to say about AEW other than I, <laughs> I did think the uh, Top Flight and Young Bucks match was pretty good this past I week. I liked it because Top Flight, so. It was really nice seeing them, and then it's like, they actually gave the women a lot of time this week, surprisingly. It's always the women that aren't technically, well, I guess Serena's technically AEW, but it's like Thunder. Yeah, they did that. They had to like, set up like Thunder Rosa and Britt. They had like some backstage shit they seemed to be setting up with like Cardi, that Jade Cargo chick and Brandy. So we'll continue Period. with that. You got Anna J setting up a match with, um, fuck, what's her yeah. name? Karu. So th- they actually had like the women on like four different segments, I think, last week. So they're trying at least. Even ke- uh, fucking Kenny in some interview with the Observer said some shit saying like, even he thinks like the main thing they need to do is put, give the women more time. So how about you uh, fucking get Tony to do that, Stupid. my guy? But either way, um, I don't really remember much about that episode other than that. Oh, uh, Death Triangle came back. They're all back together I'll finally. Say, so wow, the really best fucking for that. part of that shit. <laughs> and the fucking Inner Circle shit was like some hangover parody, which I don't really care that much about, but uh, it's not enough to get mad about it or anything. That's, I just didn't care. It was, I was like, a oh, fucking okay. like hornswoggle in a fucking like diaper. <laughs> okay, but like no one talked about Wardlow just like face down on a fucking piano. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, I literally wasn't paying attention because I was playing D&D during AEW, so I missed most of it, to be honest, but... um. I uh, watched the latest Freedom Show that just made tape uh, this past Sunday. I meant to watch it before the last podcast, but as I mentioned last week, I kind of felt like shit that day, so I uh, didn't really get around to it then, but um, it was really a good show. I'd say skip the first three matches if you're like short on time, but uh, the final three are definitely worth your time. Like, uh had Rina Yamashita versus Minoru Fujita. That just fucking ruled. I love those two idiots just headbutting each other with like barbed wire wrapped around their heads. That was a fucking nuts match. Uh, Semi main was really great. It was like eight man or six man. I forget which, but <laughs> I watched the show like last like I Tuesday. Know. <laughs> but um, that's main takeaway though is like Sakuda joined Unchained only for, to betray them at the end of the match. So that ruled. It actually set up a match we'll talk about once we get to the news. But I'm interested to see what they do with Sakuda now that he's like free of Big Japan and can kind of like devote more time to freedoms. And the main event was just, like, one of the best death matches this year between uh, Takeda and Masaoka. Uh, Masaoka's return has really just been incredible, and I hope he keeps it up. But mostly just excited to finally get the actual match between Takeda and Segura at uh, Blood Christmas. I watched the uh, big uh, stardom show from Sendai Girls. Yeah, from Sendai Girls. From Sendai Girls, from, yes. uh, from Sendai on the 15th. Um, <laughs> overall, I didn't. I can watch all this shit, but I watched, like, bits and pieces what, that seemed good. Uh, Himika and Momo is really good, but it's a tad bit disappointing kind of just expected a bit more from that i guess but momo like hulking up during the finishing sequence rolled uh julia and konami i love that shit like my only complaint really was i wish it was shorter like julia works so much better when she's working from underneath and she finally got to do that here facing off with oh we had a tight konami but i don't know why the fuck they want her to have these long ass matches like i'm so tired it's like she's like i don't want to say the naito of fucking stardom but because that's probably my you but yeah but. I just don't get. I don't think you always need twenty minute plus title matches, especially like especially for Stardom. I'm like, stop. And uh, the main event with Mayu and Itami is fucking great. I think both Takumi matches were better, but Mayu has been on a hell of a run this year, and Utami's reign kicked off with a bang. But fucking hell, that post match was awful. Oh my god. Like <laughs> I know they are like with Bushi Road now, but they gotta do something. Do they really have to do the same like New Japan bullshit too? I guess. If you don't know, it's um, after the main event. Uh, Julia and Siri and Momo all came out to challenge Julia, so I guess they're doing a little mini tournament too. Because I think 
they're, they're using this to kind of set up a feud between Julia and Siri because apparently Julia has feud with every fucking DDM member now. What's the point of being in a faction if you're just going to end up feuding with them at some point? Yeah, like, it worked It worked, It worked. with Himika because yeah, it made sense. they had history before coming into Sardin for one, and then two, like, Himika beat her and the Grand Prix, so yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. This but is just, okay, yeah, well. Yeah, I don't know. But um, either way, uh, Momo is going to be first, and we'll talk about that in a little bit, but really excited for that. I, I can't remember if I mentioned it last week on the pod, but apparently last week was the return of MLW on Wednesday. Uh, overall, I do not recommend watching the show. It was fine. Like, none, none, like, honestly, none of the wrestling was good. I'll just say that. I did enjoy watching it just to, for MLW to be back and like some of the interesting, like some of the promos and stuff. Like, it's clearly like a starting point for what they're doing in the future. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, it started off with the Hammerstone squash. Just to remind you, he exists. He's still dominant. Yeah. You had a Pillman versus some like uh, Myron Reed, which didn't start for some reason at first. Like. They played Pillman's music like twice and then just went to a commercial because he wasn't coming out and they never oh really explained my God, it. The commercials. Oh, yeah, the, the commercials. Like, you know how um, YouTube. That's <clears throat> what I got from him even just looking over what he was watching was fucking commercials. Yeah, like, YouTube has like built in um, like ads usually. Like, it just stops your video and plays whatever video or ad and then it goes to continues the video. These ads were built into the uh, episode of uh, MLW, but they were fucking like. Um, like some opioid lawyer in West Virginia, <laughs> like both of them were that, and I'm like, like, <laughs> do you so have weird. do you have that many MLW fans in West Virginia? Like, is that your demographic? I guess for the company, because apparently I would get it because I know like YouTube is like geo lock, like geo tracks your shit sometimes. Is why like whenever we went back to West Virginia, we would get a we lot would get a of... shit ton of Trump ads on YouTube because we were in West Virginia at the time. But this just it was built into the video, so I just don't understand it. We haven't been back for months, so I'm like. Okay. Sure, I don't know, but whatever. anyway. Finally, Pillman did come out, and never, like I said, they never explained why he didn't come out, and the match just kind of sucked. So whatever. It's, I don't know. I, I don't know why I thought I was thought this might. I didn't. I didn't think it was gonna be good. I just don't know why I put myself through it. To be honest. I would prefer not to watch Pillman. Yeah. But wrestling purposes <clears throat> and for personal purposes, yeah. Reed rules. I'm just yeah, sorry see, I, he I had really to like fucking. Yeah. yeah. I'm just sorry and, he uh, had to face him and his. Yeah, saying they're pretty much after that match set up that he wants to face Leo Rush, so I'm really excited for that match. That should be great. After that, I had like a kind of cool contra promo with Fatu saying he was going to dog walk Davy Boy Smith. I didn't know he there was some angle that he broke Davy Boy's back and, and Wait, Tijuana what? or something. Yeah, there's literally what? some angle like what? on like uh, right before uh, COVID hit. MLW's doctor, I think it was actually during when it was basically just kicking off. Mm. MLW went down to T or went down to AAA, I think, and we're like doing a, like a joint show with them. But apparently, uh, Davy Boy got his back broke by uh, Fatu okay, during girl, that, like, I see. like attacked him or something. But he was like saying this time he's gonna like permanently cripple him. Jesus! I'm like Jesus Christ, what Fatu. The- but uh, <laughs> but uh, then we got to the actual match and it was kind of mid. Like they played up the broken back injury that he suffered before all that, and I was just laughing at Davy Boy coming out to the Pride theme. Like he's just such a fucking dork. I know. I'm just like, dude, come on. Why do you gotta be like this? But yeah, like I said, um, I'm happy to see MLW back. There's gonna be some good stuff next week, I think, and just in general, like there's stuff to look forward to, like Myron Reed and Leo Rush. But it's just this show. It's honestly a skip. <laughs> I'm still hoping that bi- we can go to Battle Riot. Didn't you say it's gonna be in like April or something next next year? Obviously, so hopefully there's like a vaccine out by then. Yeah, like it was supposed to be in July with Dragon Gate guys coming over. Obviously, That's why it didn't I'm happen. Because I want to see it. <laughs> 
and then it got postponed to December, and obviously that's not happening now, especially because uh, Philly area just went on lockdown again until January, which was where it was going to be. It was going to be the 2300 Arena. Then again, 2300 Arena is well, now hmm. like crowdfunding to stay alive now, that's so, so we'll, we'll see if it even I exists it in April, but we'll see, I guess. But yeah, I just got an email a, couple, a week or two ago basically saying, like, oh, it's postponed till, uh April, so... We'll see if that's a thing or not. I know WWE seems to think they'll be able to run with fans in <laughs> April, so we'll see. But, yeah, that's it. And then I watched the uh, Noah show that I also meant to watch before the last week's pod. <laughs> I only watched the uh, last two matches uh, for the junior title, Harada and Suzuki. It was, it was kind of just there. It had its good moments, had some sloppy moments. I don't know. Like, I just didn't care for it much. And really, how it should have just meant, uh, won the belt, honestly. <laughs> how and Suzuki probably was just, was just so much better than this, and... Now with the junior titles switch hands again, I don't know what they're going to do with well, Harada facing Tadasuke next, but uh, hey, after that, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do next. But the uh, main event to basically preview for the Yokohama show we're going to talk about later was uh, Keno and Kat- uh, Nakajima versus uh, Kaito and Go, and it was fucking awesome. A uh, great way to get you excited for the big matches we're going to talk about. But even as a standalone match, I thought it was just awesome. I, I definitely think it's a must-watch before you watch the Yokohama show. So if you haven't watched either of those... Definitely um, check out this uh, main event from uh, November 8th. But that's it for all the other stuff we've been watching, so let's go through the news pretty quickly. Uh, Western news, uh, we have the date for ROH's uh, final battle, which is going to take place on December 18th. Uh, same, everyone you think is going to be on, it's going to be on it probably. Our, our, uh, Roosh is going to defend the ROH title. Against someone. Someone. That's pretty much the gist of the uh, dra- card right now. Like, Dragon Lee is going to defend someone. the TV title against someone. Tag titles, someone. Fuck, who's the tag titles? It's um, it's uh, uh, Gresham, Gresham and, and Lethal. Lethal. I wonder if he'll someone. defend that and the pure title. If the pure title will be something different since he's Gresham has both. I have no clue. I doubt they'll defend both titles. Probably um, not. I would probably keep the pure title to, like, I don't want to say TV. I don't know. But you you can switch them in and out, I guess. I don't, I don't know. Uh, I have no idea who the six-man champs are right now. <laughs> I forgot they had six-man belts. Uh, I, I don't even know what women they could use, but it'd be nice if they just... I know they're supposed to do a tournament to determine the new champion back in April, which it obviously didn't happen. I don't know where they're taping this. Um, so, I know they've had some women on the tapings, because I think, like, uh, um, or, I, not fuck with her name, Martina. Um, they've had Martina? I think she's been on it. Oh. I don't fucking know. I didn't even know they were running. I don't know. I haven't watched ROH since, like, the first night of the uh, Pure Tournament, <laughs> but um, it'd be nice if they just did, like said fuck the tournament for now and did like just pick two women they have that are decent and just have a title match <laughs> for it. Just have win it again. Or that, yeah. There you go. It'd be nice of them to bring it back since there hasn't been a women's champ since uh, fuck, when did fucking Kelly drop that? Or not drop it, but leave the company. That was months and yeah, months ago. ago. Oh my gosh. I actually don't remember. It's been quite a while. But, uh, yeah. We'll probably check it out. I don't know if we'll talk about it really, but we'll see. Like, I'm just curious. It's going to be very interesting if uh, Roosh and Dragon Lee both drop their belts because both of their contracts are up in December. It would be very telling, yeah. I don't know whether to get, well, everyone has speculation on where they'll go, but we'll see, I guess. Shut up. <laughs> just stop. <laughs> but uh, AEW News, uh, Matt Seidel and Top Flight both signed AEW, so not surprised Yay, by either Top one of them. Flight, Matt, whatever, I guess. I Man, uh... Can you smoke weed there? <laughs> I mean, they're Florida, so I guess. True. Um, MLW News, as mentioned, um, they're continuing on with TV this coming week. 
they announced on this latest episode or this first episode that they're going to do the uh, Opera Cup again. Uh, first round matches are uh, Tom Lawler versus Rocky Romero, Laredo Kid versus ACH, Low Key versus Dave Boy Smith Jr., and Richard Holiday versus TJP. My God, how many times can <clears throat> I beg for promotions to stop using TJP? Oh, that reminds me. I don't know where Richard Holiday comes for, from. I think he's like he's got to be like Northeast or something. Yeah, I'm pretty but sure. But on the episode of MLW that I watched, he had like some like advertise like a fake advertisement for like a coffee mug that he has. I guess on the MLW shop. It's just the way he said it's a coffee. Just I guess, like, he, he sounds like, like he's from like Boston, Boston. or something. <laughs> I was like, I just. <laughs> Uh, but that's it for Western news, I think. Uh, Japanese indie news. We're going to get Hikaru Sato versus Minoru Suzuki at Hard Hit on uh, December 27th. So, excited for that. Hopefully, I'm, I'm assuming it'll be on like Nigo Pro or something. Uh, 2AW. Ayato Yoshida successfully defended the 2AW title against Tank Nagai on November 22nd. After the match, the two formed a faction together with Kotoro Yoshino and Ayaka Sasamura called Tall Gland. Grand? I don't know how you say it, but... <laughs> Um, also on the same show, the Andrew Kingdom defended the tag titles against Kaji Tomato and Q Megami. And it was announced that Ayoto Yoshida is going to defend the 2AW title against Shigehiro Irie on November 28th. Ooh. Irie is all over the place. Damn, man. bro. But yeah, that should be a really good match, I think. Uh, Zero One News. Uh, Yuji Hino left Zero One after the Cork and Hall show, which took place today. Uh, we'll see where he ends up, I guess. I'm scared. Honestly, I have a feeling they just couldn't afford to keep paying him. I think him. that's more likely what it is. Because it kind of came out of nowhere because him and Quiet Storm just won the tag titles, I thought. So, he had to vacate those, obviously. And, yeah, I don't know what they're, where he's going to end up. be nice if he just... Well, one, it'd be just nice if he just bounces around, I guess. But if he's going to end up anywhere, <sighs> I'd probably hope he, go, hope he goes to Noah. Even though I don't That'd know where he'd really fit great. in now. Because he was in Noah before he was in Zero One because he was doing all, like, the... um. Fuck, what was that fucking faction called? Hooligans, I think? That was, like, back when Lidette was still a part of Noah. He can join uh, Kaito's new faction. They're they're probably looking for some people. Oh, whatever that's... I don't really whatever know. that is. Uh, Freedom's News. <gasps> we're gonna get uh, Toshiyuki Sakuda versus Rina Yamashita on uh, December 10th. Oh, my God. On, like, God. a Road to Blood Christmas kind of show. I think that's the only match really announced. There's probably some other stuff, but this is that's really like the marquee shit for me, Sorry, really. That's all I need. And it's a Shinkiba ring, first ring show, so it'll probably be on Nico, maybe live, but I doubt it. But it should be an up on Nico Pro. Uh, J Stage, uh, November 25th. Got the full card for that show. I uh, didn't get the matchup I hoped for, but we still got some good matchups. I was really hoping for when I saw the, like, the lineup, or at least like the announced participants so far. I was really hoping to see uh, Junton show face off with Akira Francesco, but unfortunately not happening. But uh, matches we got are uh, Junton show and Tsumu versus Ryota Nakatsu and Takato Nakano, Dakishi Mamura, Nobuhiro Shimatani, and Leo Isaka versus Koji Takeda, Akira Francesco, and Jun Masaoka. So that sounds like a really fun match. Uh, Mineo Fujita versus Kengo Mashimo. I just, I'm just really curious how this match is going to be. <laughs> like, how is um, Kengo going to work with Fujita's gimmick? Uh, Shota Nakagawa and Takayuki Yoeki versus the Brahmins. Uh, Shunsuke Sayama versus Tetsuya Ito. Uh, Stronghearts versus Gunzo, Naoki Tanizaki, and Rei Paloma. And Koki Iwasaki and Kenshin Shikano versus Masashi Takeda and Issei Onizuka. So, 
look out for that when it makes tape sometime. I, they usually take like a month or so to make tape, I think. Uh, Joshi News, uh, Ice Ribbon, uh, Seiriano is going to challenge Su Suzu Suzuki for the Ice Infinity title, so that should be a really great match. Um, I'm just, I don't know who's going to win that, to be honest. Like, probably Sayori. Because well, I think this will be Suzu, uh, Suzu's like second or third reign or defense, so it wouldn't be the worst thing if she lost it. But I think they're just gonna have her beat Sayori. But if Sayori's locked down to them for some more dates, I'm like, why not put the belt on her? Uh, we got the um, Actress Girl Tag Tournament participants. Uh, first round starts November 24th. Got uh, Noki A and Amy Miura. Mari and Naomi Hayashi, uh, Double Momo, Momo Tani and Momo Kogo, Yoshiko Hasegawa and Mai Sakurai, uh, Luminous, Miyuki Takase and Haruka Umetsagi, uh, Spice App, Tai Honma and Mika Ozaki, Kakeru Sekiguchi and Miku Aono, uh, Saki and Hikari Shimizu, Yunamase and Yuna Mizumori, Noe Igarashi and Keiro Yonayama, Ayano Irie and Yuko Sakurai. Mi and Rina Amikura. Misa Matsui and Michiko Miyagi. And Sakuran Bonita and Waka Tsukimiyama. Uh, Big Japan News. Uh, Minoru Fujita defended the deathmatch title against Sami Kodaka on November 17th. That show made tape today, so look in the usual places to find it. I haven't gotten to check it out myself yet. Uh, Big Japan announced... Their uh, junior and tag title matches. Though they will have junior and tag title matches on December 30th, and uh, death match and strong title matches on January 2nd, both Cork and Hall shows. Uh, Takumi Tsukamoto will be the death match title challenger on uh, January 2nd, just like the past three years. So, <laughs> guess that's a tradition they're going to carry on. In the uh, show today for Big Japan, uh, Yuji Okabayashi defended the uh, strong title against Daisuke Sakamoto. Uh, Astronauts defended the uh, tag titles against Strong Hearts. And Tatsuhiko Yoshino defended the junior title against Andy Wu. Again, I haven't got to check this show out myself either, but uh, I've heard good things about it. So definitely check it out. Uh, Drag Gate News, uh, Kagatora will challenge Keisuke Okuda for the Brave Gate title at Final Gate in December. Uh, Cyberfight news uh, for DDT. The Big Japan DDT uh, New Year's Eve Shuffle Tag Tournament teams have been announced. We have uh, Sekimoto and Endo. Their name is Daisuke in the Sky. Uh, Drew and Dino are Sodomy and Scars. Aoki and Naya are Hot Real Japan. Okabayashi and Harashima, Pissari Smile. Uh, Nakanoe and Ueno. Team Naka Noe Ueno. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Nomuro and Takashida, uh, just Nomu Take. Uh, Kamatani and Brooks, they're uh, line Tomodachi. Kyoto and Oishi are uh, build height 170 centimeters. Uh, Shima Katsumata and Riji Ida were also going to face on that show in a light tube Yay! deathmatch. And Takagi had his uh, first extreme title defense on uh, November 20th. It's a super public bath, hardcore falls count anywhere, best of three falls match versus uh, Shima Katsumata. Double Nerdy on the DT YouTube channel. I watched it. It's really fun, so I definitely recommend checking it out. Uh, Noah uh, Goshi Ozaki will defend the GHC title against Takashi Sugira on 
December 6th in Yoyogi. We'll get to that. Uh, Stinger are also going to defend the GHC Junior Tag Titles against <laughs> Suzuki and Oriente on the same show. Did you see they found out who that was? At least the people think we know. We'll, we'll talk. Think. We'll talk about it when we get okay. to the show. But yeah, right. uh, Suzuki and his his mystery partner from the Yokohama show are going to challenge for the junior titles. Also, Keno is going to defend the GHC national title against Sakuraba. Dude, we're just giving away the results of all <laughs> of the main things. Oh well, it's going to happen anyway. I feel like most people watch yeah. the show already. And uh, Harada is going to defend the GHC junior title against Tadasuke on December 19th in Nagoya. I'm not sure why that's not on the other uh, show, but I guess they wanted to give the people in Nagoya at least one title match. Uh, All Japan news. Zeus was pulled from the real world tag league due to his COVID infection. And uh, Izanagi took his place. And the um, also the world title or world tag team title match will be held on January 2nd. I don't know if that's the winner of the Real World Tag League or... <clears throat> I think... I don't think, I, they, I don't think they officially don't announced know. that. I think they yeah. just pretty much said, like, we're going to have a, a tag title match on January 2nd, and then the next day on the 3rd, we're going to have the Triple Crown title match. Jake. Yeah, so, Jake. Well, might be Jake after what we've been watching. We'll see, I guess. And also, Junkasai challenged Yoshitatsu to a match. <laughs> I think that's going to take place on the Korkin next month, so... Yeah, that's what everyone is assuming, so... But yeah, that should, should be, be fucking something. sick. <laughs> I hope we get fucking, uh, what's that, what's it when he has, like, the black face paint, dark death, Yoshitatsu, oh, I forget what it's, dark, I, forget, I know what you're talking about, and I forget what it's but called. But, yeah, hopefully get, like, that version of Yoshitatsu. Please. Uh, airing this week, Noah aired live on a BMO on November 22nd, uh, DT's Dio Grand Prix kicked off on Rust Universe live on November 22nd, and it will continue on November 27th, 28th, and 29th. Uh, Big Japan, November 17th, aired on Samurai, November 22nd. And also, they all aired live today on the November 23rd on Samurai also. New Japan's World Tag League continues all on New Japan World, November 22nd, 24th, and 28th. And then Best Super Juniors continues on New Japan World, November 23rd, 25th, and 29th. <sighs> uh, Just Tap Out, Oct- or I'm saying October, <laughs> November 11th, <laughs> airs on Nico Pro, November 24th. Nova will air live on Russell Universe, November 28th. Uh, Dragon Gate will air live on the Dragon Gate Network November 28th. And All Japan Real World Tag League will continue on All Japan TV November 29th. Uh, pretty large gap, I think, like six days. Yeah, because the, the latest show is today. Yeah. So, a uh, little bit of a gap, but I'll I'll take it. <laughs> uh, weekly Aryans, I think New Japan Strong is done, as far I as I know. know. Who knows anymore? I don't know. Uh, Whatever imp- it's going to be called now, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Impact's going to be on Tuesday at 8th. So far, we have uh, Rich Swan versus Ken Shamrock for the Impact title. Ethan Page is going to face a phenomenal opponent, but if you want more Swoggle, I think it's going to be fucking uh, Hornswoggle versus AJ, AJ. Yeah, because the whole thing is, I guess they're trying to heat them up for like the tag title match. They're doing a rematch, I guess. I don't know. I'm, I didn't watch last week. Uh, Johnny Swinger is going to face Wrestler Court, so more Wrestle House, Wrestler Court shit. Uh, AEW on 8 on Wednesday. AEW women's title match, Hikaru Shida versus Anna J. It'd be the most AEW thing ever if Anna J wins. Wouldn't really, Don't be surprised. I would not be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. Like, who the fuck else they got to beat Hikaru? Because she's already ran through basically the entire division now. I don't know what they're doing with her. Uh, Chris Jericho and Jake Hager are going to face uh, SCU. Mm. Uh, Pac and Ray Phoenix are facing Butcher and the Blade, so that should be pretty cool. And Will Hobbs is going to face a... Uh, Mystery partner. I feel like it's a beauty squash, so... Oh, yeah, I guess like, we should mention that, too. It's like, Will Hobbs is part of Taz's group now, because... 
I don't know. That was such a weird angle at the end of the week. It made sense because the damn dude always came out late after Cody yeah. and Darby would get their ass beat. I'm like, okay. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Hello? And uh, as far as I know, there's nothing to announce for NXT this week, so. Don't worry. They'll do it like always. They'll announce it the day of or tomorrow. Uh, in MLW, we have three things so far that I'm aware of. Uh, first round of the Opera Cup, Rocky Romero versus Tom Lawler. And also another opening round match, uh, TJP versus Richard Holiday. And Calvin Takeman is set to have a match. I think it's going to be his debut for MLW. Squash. So. Yeah, I'd say it should be a squash. <laughs> but, uh, that's it for all the Aryans, so let's uh, get into the shows we're going to discuss. Uh, do some brief overview thoughts of Best Super Junior so far. Um, there was a show today, which we didn't get a chance to watch yet. Yeah. Kind of wanted to watch the All Japan show instead, because they both aired today. So, kind of to pick and choose. But, um... Uh, night two, I enjoyed for the most part. Mostly, it's like a one match show, though. Like it's mostly the main event, which is a lot of these shows. Is just watch the Hiromu matches, and everything else doesn't really matter Pretty that much. much. Like I don't think anything's <laughs> been bad. It's just like no. you're just getting one. Well, you're just getting one yeah. great match a show, and that's pretty much about it, really. Like uh, night two, uh, first match was Bushi versus Uemura, and it was like whatever. Like it was Bushi and a young line. Like what do you expect it to be? Pretty much. That's kind of what you're gonna get. Well, not really, because I think Uemura has actually been. I think he's been pretty good. Yeah, it's, just, it's Bushi. Like, yeah, I, I don't want to say that because I love Bushi to death. Well, I like Bushi too, but it's like, if I expected Umar to have a bad, not a bad match, it was it was fine. It wasn't bad. It was just no, no, no. I get you. I'm just yeah. <laughs> I think Umar got a lot more out of other guys so far. Like we mentioned on the first night, like him and Watto, like he was fucking beast in that. And then I think Despy gave him a lot in the second or oh, the yeah. third night. So we'll, t- we'll talk about that. But uh, yeah, not much for the opener. Um, next match with Eagles versus Bushi. Or wait. Eagles versus Watto, and I was saying Bushi. <laughs> I guess Bushi was on the brain, I but guess. yeah. But that was also kind of just there, really. Like, some portions were just really not good. Yeah, like, there, espe- there were some. Like, know, especially Watto nearly injuring Eagles, and, like, when they botched his move, and I don't know, like, there was a good kick exchange, at least, but that was probably, like, mm. the best shit in the match, and just some really awkward spots throughout, and yeah, um, I'm not I'm not as down on Watto as, like, a lot of people yeah. seem to be, but it's like he, the dude just came back. Like I'm, I'm he willing to give him. He's super anxious, and this is like his first like real big stage. You know, it's a tournament, so he has to keep performing. And I, I just, I think people are being a little too harsh. If it continues and he kind of goes on like this, then I can, I can get the worry. But right now, I just, I don't think people need to be so critical because we've had plenty of people come back and they weren't that great. So. I don't know. And, like, as long as they don't push him, I really don't care. Because, like, he's, right. he's had a good... That's all I care. At, like, where he's at, the level he's at, like, he's, fine. he's perfect for being, like, a junior tag guy with Taguchi, which is hopefully where I think it's going. But right now, he's, like, what is he, like, three and one now? I so, think he lost. I think he's two and two. So he's two and two, yeah. So, like, that's, that's perfect for him. Like, he doesn't need to be any big deal right now. Like, he has time to uh, get his confidence up because he kind of stunk it up in Mexico and hasn't done a whole lot here yet. But you can definitely tell he's not really confident in the ring right now. But, yeah, not that great of a match. Uh, Sho and Doki was kind of interesting that, that they both chose to target their arms. Like, I love uh, Sho <laughs> just hitting, like, three power bombs and a shock hour to escape out of an armbar. And then they went for the finish again, but Doki reversed it into another armbar. And, uh, I don't know, this is a good match overall. Like, I think Sho hasn't usually, like, I'm iffy on Sho lately, but I think he's been good so far in this tournament other than the Bushi match. Doki to God. He showed up. He can't, he put his working boots on for Sho. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a pretty good match, yeah. Uh, Taguchi and Ichimori, uh, Taguchi dancing ruled at least, but the rest of the match is fine. That was literally what I was thinking. Like, it was just funny because of Taguchi. 
Yeah, like it wasn't bad, but just, I didn't care that much. And you like when Toguchi was doing his silly stuff. That's when I think I enjoyed it the most because I didn't felt like nothing really happened when Ishimori was mostly in control. It just kind of felt like okay, all right. It was like you said, it wasn't bad. It was just this fine. And it's like, I know some people are like, why was this the semi-main? But I'm like, what the fuck else was going to be the semi-main? Like, There's going to be nights where some of this shit is weird when you think, oh, why is this sad? I mean, they have to pick and choose. And like, these two have history. They literally, like, had a title match last year, but... Whatever. I don't know. Uh, main event was Hiroma and Despi, and uh, this is fucking great. These two were just oh, beating the shit. shit out of each other like, while we watched. Uh, Caitlin was saying, like, <laughs> they were going at it like two cats fighting, so that was... <laughs> But uh, I guess Hiromu just, like, like slapping the chest of his boyfriends because that's pretty much... They did that same exact uh, strike exchange from the start of Hiromu and Dragon Lee match earlier this year. Not quite as long as that exchange, but still basically the right. same concept. And uh, definitely won due to attacking Hiromu's leg with a chair, which I thought was great. I mean, he's a fucking right, deal. It made sense. And he was working his leg the whole time. I know mm-hmm. people were getting kind of up in arms about it, and I was like, why? He's a heel. Most heels in New Japan cheat in some way or form, but... Whatever, match fucking ruled. I think this... I like this better than um, Hiromu and Ishimori, to be honest. Uh, I like them about the same. I like it. I think because I have more... I guess I have more feelings towards Despi right now, anyway. And I always love seeing them face each other. So I think that's why I liked it a bit more. And I thought it was a bit more physical compared to um, Ishimori's match. Oh, yeah. They are both good, but... Yeah, so this was, like, yeah. more physical, like you said. The other one matched more, like, hitting moves and spots and shit. Like, Pretty this was much. more of them actually, like, beating the shit out of each other. So, had a lot more emotion, I guess, is a good yeah, way to that, put it. Yeah, it was more emotional for me, so I I liked it more in that aspect, too. Yeah, so he definitely was mad because Hiromu said he doesn't hate him anymore. <laughs> He's big mad. Um, night three, Uemura and Despi was way better than I expected. They gave Uemura a lot of offense, and he looked great doing it. Like, a bit longer than I would have thought they would do mm-hmm. with the time. Or they did well at the time, even though Umar's actually been having pretty long matches. Cause like today, I think he faced Ishimori and was like 10 or 11 minutes. I think it's still over. Yeah, I think so it's over like, 10. They're giving him a lot more time than I expected to. I'm happy with that because I think, like I said, I think Umar has been a bright spot, you know, for being a replacement out of nowhere. But, you know. Yeah, like I knew, I knew they weren't all going to be squash matches like the Wada match was on night one. But I still figured he'd still be like sub so 10 weird, minutes most yeah. nights. Uh, next match, uh, Doki and Ishimori and... Uh, I love that there was a kid cosplaying as Doki in the so crowd, cute. but beyond that match was fine. Like, ugh, I don't know. It was there, yeah. It is okay. <laughs> yeah, Ishimori hasn't done much for me this tournament other than the Hiromu match, really. But that's kind of Ishimori in a nutshell, really. He kind of, yeah, like, like he'll some... turn it on for certain people. And Hiromu's always at least that person. I'm trying to think of another person he turns it on for. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I know his last title reign, I liked, um, I did like the Taguchi match, and he had a, that title like match Dragon with, Lee. um, oh, Dragon Lee, yeah, he, he did I think good everyone turns it on with Dragon Lee, though. And, uh, that Liger match is really good, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 So, honestly, t- uh, Ishimori's last title reign is really good, it's just, uh, right now. It's hard this time, because, yeah, he won it, and then they basically kind of went into, like, G1-ish mode. Yeah, when G1, and then hasn't and really then been this, doing anything since. yeah. Uh, next match was Wato and Taguchi, and I thought it was very good. Honestly, probably Wato's best performance thus far. I It's either this or the Doki match, probably. Mm. But uh, it worked well where uh, Wato probably should have won, but uh, Taguchi just snuck out of the win via roll-up, so kind of outsmarting his tag partner, I guess. But yeah, I thought it was very good. And, uh, match after that was uh, Robbie, or Robbie Eagles' show, and I enjoyed this too. 
like I mentioned, like Daniel show lately, but he's been a pretty good base for these like more high speed, high speed, high flying guys. Uh, these two even had like some decent mad wrestling, and Eagles mm-hmm. had some uh, really good leg work, even though Show kind of <laughs> ignored it pretty often. But at least the leg played into the finish, so I can't complain too much. And really, like the main drawback yeah. I think was the length. I think they should have cut some time. It was like 19 minutes. It, it was a little long. It was, it was a little it was, lengthy. It was up fif- above 15. I remember that. But yeah, like that's pretty much final complaint. It was but, good though, and I like the little Tekken uh, nod that they did. Oh yeah. The little King Spa was yeah. I I, I dug that. And then the uh, main event was Hiromu facing Bushi. It was the weakest Hiromu match up to this point, but uh, not really surprising considering it's Bushi. Like, I'm not even, like, I don't, I'm not trying to hate on him. It's like... Jesus. But... Bushi hater. <clears throat> he only turns it up in, like, once a year. And this, he, 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 I he, was good. He was really good in this. Like, but yeah. like, it had some good stuff throughout. Like, the Codebreaker MX reversal that Hiromu did was ruled... Um, I would have shaved some time off of it, but I consider mm-hmm. like it was the main event. It was their first time ever facing in a singles match, so I kind of get them wanting to go a little longer. But yeah, it, it was good. Just definitely the weakest tournament match thus far. And as I mentioned, we didn't watch the latest show. It had Uomar versus Ichimori, Eagles versus Bushi, Hermu versus Doki, Show versus Taguchi, and Watto versus Despi in the main event. Uh, but the standings currently, um, Taguchi's at four points. Watto's at six. Show's at six. Wait, did I lie? What? Did, Wa- uh, did Watto win? Yeah, he beat Despy today. Oh. Oh, uh, and it was I'm a show. I'm so <laughs> stupid. I thought he lost. Uh, My bad. Show's at six. Uh, Robbie's at four. Hiromu's at six. Bushi's at four. Wait, who oh, be- wait. I don't like some of these. Oh, he beat Eagles, right? I forgot about that. Um, Despy's at four. Uomar's at zero. Doki's at zero. And Ishimori's at six, so... Open playing field so far. Anyone could win. Uh, World Tag League. I, I'll go through a couple. But I literally only watched like three matches since I've we last recorded. But um, zero. Uh, night two, the main event was pretty awesome with uh, Techers facing the Henares. Uh, not to the level of the Techers and Golden Aces matches, in my opinion, but I definitely think it's worth your time to check it out if you haven't. Uh, night three had a uh, semi-main was a uh, Chaos versus Chaos. It was really good. I wouldn't say it was great, but I'm really enjoying this uh, Yoshihashi and Goto team. Their moveset works well together and got some cool tag team combo, combos together. But uh, they just couldn't handle the tricks of Yano and the beast that is Ishii. But, um, <laughs> and then the main event was LIJ versus Techers. I thought that was fucking great. Just more of Techers being awesome. Uh, Sonata and Shingo both doing cold skulls together was pretty hilarious. And they had like this. How many people didn't get triggered over that? Man, Shingo's cold skull looked like shit compared to Sonata's. Wow. Well, it, it helped, like, he was supposed to let it be able to get out of it because they did a reversal, and then Tekker's both gotten submissions on uh, LIJ, but um, Sonata and Shingo had this, like, interesting combo move where uh, Shingo was hitting the Noshigami while Sonata did, like, a cutter on them at the same time. So that was kind of interesting, but his overall was really great. And, uh... Night four, I heard it was mid, so I just skipped it. So I don't know if anything was worthwhile on it, but did, I haven't checked it out yet. Probably won't. The uh, current standings for World Tag League: uh, Henna Race are at zero, Finjuice are at four, Goto and Yoshiashi are at four, Ishii and Yano are at four, uh, Shingo and Sonata are at six, uh, Taichi and Zack are at four, uh, God are at six, Evil and Yujiro are at six. Folly and Chase are at zero, and uh, Okan and Cobb are at six. So, again, pretty wide open for the most part. Then let's get into uh, real-world tag league. I'll just go through the uh, 
standings to kick off. Currently, as of the, today's show, uh, Team Big Japan are at six, three wins, zero losses. And Fonts are at six, three wins, one loss. Jin are at four points, two wins, one loss. Violence Giants are at four wins, or not four wins, four points, uh, two wins, two losses. Team ECW are at two, one win, one loss. Yoshitatsu and Sai are at two, one loss, or one win, two losses. Uh, Kento and Yuma are at two points, one win, two losses. And Purple Haze are at zero, 0 and 3. And uh, overall, I'm uh, enjoying Real World Tag League. I don't think anything's, uh, there's not a whole lot of standout matches yet, except for like a couple. Mm. But I'm enjoying everything I watched. We haven't watched night three. She only watched night one and four. Or was it night? Yeah, night four. That just took happened today. But uh, I wanted to knock out night two real quick. And I haven't got a night three yet because apparently they're both, night two and night three are both VOD instead of live. I thought they were live, but apparently not. So didn't get to watch them the day they happened like I would have hoped. And because of that, timing just didn't work to be able to watch all of them, unfortunately. Uh, I thought night one was a very good show. Uh, the first uh, tag league match was uh, ECW versus Tatsu and Sai. Uh, it started off kind of hot, but lost me in the middle of it. Uh, Tanaka and Tatsu dragged me back in, though. Ended up being a decent match with uh, Tanaka jumping on a Tatsu through a table while the ref tried to like fight with Tajiri over a kendo stick. <laughs> and then Tanaka hits a side knee for the win, and I thought that was a really good match. Um. Yeah, I thought it was pretty decent. Um, I did like that Tanaka was like going crazy and hit a splash from the top onto Yoshitatsu on a table. But uh, yeah, I was say like, I think it was just it was just okay. Uh, next match was uh, Jin versus Purple Haze. Uh, kind of sucks. My main takeaway from the match was that I just wish Zeus wasn't <laughs> it still. But oh well, like I still a really good match anyway. Like just Izanagi was definitely the uh, weak link in this. I think even though I like him, like he's definitely sh- showing out a little more better and like. Other matches in the tournament, just right here. It was mostly the Irie carrying the load for his team most of the time and uh, did really well doing so. And, of course, the Jin boys are just great. Love them. Especially Iwamoto. Him and Irie were just mm-hmm. fucking great together. And uh, I do like Izanagi beating Kento earlier this year. You can kind of buy into him beating anyone now, so it kind of makes his near falls a little better. But, yeah, um, really good match between these two. And uh, uh, overall, I think Jin and Purple Haze are like two of the uh, standout teams in the tournament so far. Really, Purple Haze. But, I mean, I've only seen two damn days, so I can't really say much. Um, but, yeah, Jin's definitely stand out. But that's because I already love Jake Lee and Yuamoto. But definitely, um, I definitely loved uh, whenever Irie was in, either with Jake or Iwamoto. I thought that was probably, those were probably the best segments of the match. Overall, I really enjoyed it. Uh, the next match was uh, Enfons facing Violence Giants. And, uh, this shit fucking ruled. Uh, Shuji was trying to just fucking murder Ashino. I swear, like, first part of this shit was just Violence Giants just absolutely dominating Ashino. It ruled become, like, give the man something. Like, like they just gave Ashino nothing for the first part of the match, which, I mean, whatever. Like, my complaint about this match really is, like, I thought it was awesome, but, like, just the way they structured it kind of made Ashino not look as good, I guess. But uh, after that, though, they basically just did the same thing with Kuma once he tagged in. Finally, Enfonce got in a string of offense. And after that, but man, like, match is fucking great. And like I said, I wish it wasn't so one-sided for two-thirds of the match. But either way, Enfonce got the win just as I expected they would. Uh, their other, their rest, their record didn't isn't what I expected it to be. But they still got time to fuck them over, so I'm not gonna get too excited. You were <laughs> you were not gonna trick me into thinking they're gonna be pushed 
Shuji, you will not trick me into thinking that until <laughs> it actually happens. But I'm not, I'm not going to get excited. Like, for now, they are 3-1, uh, and one, have a winning record. They have uh, three matches left, so they could still lose all those matches and be 3-4, and four, but we'll see what happens, I guess. For either way, uh, this match fucking ruled, so definitely check it out. Yeah, this was probably um, the highlight for me, at least of night one. This just, this was just awesome. It does suck that Ashino is pretty much getting the ever living hell be out of him for pretty much ninety five percent of the ninety five percent of the match, I guess. But I mean, it was still really good for what we got. I mean, Kuma continues to look fucking awesome. I I really love him. Well, I mean, I love Impos in general, so I can't be too mad. But yeah, like like you said, I'm a little cautious on uh being too optimistic about their record right now. So I guess we'll see what happens in these next few matches. And then the uh, main event was uh, Big Japan versus Next Dream. And it was kind of fun. I'd, I would have, honestly, I would have had the Enfons Violent Giants match main event instead. Yeah. But I get it. Not must see, but I enjoyed it. I loved Abby uh, breaking out a fork, but the ref kept like stopping him from using it. That was hilarious. And uh, after they won the match, Abby was mocking uh, Kenta's promos after he pinned him, which ruled. But yeah, it's just. Fun, ma- fun match, uh, fun main event to uh, end off the show, but uh, I don't think it's anything must-see, really. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, if it was me, I would probably swap in Fonz and Fonz Giants to Maine, but like I said, I get it. It's the visiting team from Big Japan, so, you know, and Kento, of course. <laughs> but, yeah, I think this was pretty good, but just not, like, great levels. It was still, I had a lot of fun with it, but, yeah, it's not, like... Oh, go crazy. Go out of your way to see. <clears throat> uh, the next match was, uh, or the next night was night two. Had uh, three uh, tournament matches on it. Uh, Violence Giants versus Purple Haze. It was short and fun. Irie looked impressive. Shuji does yeeting Izanagi at Irie <laughs> early on rolled. And uh, as I said in the first match, uh, I just really love this Purple Haze team despite losing all the time. But I'm really enjoying watching their matches. Uh, second match was uh, Big Japan versus Enfonce, and a uh, bit of a nothing house show match, but it was fun. Like first two matches aren't musty, but the uh, main event definitely is. It's uh, Jin versus uh, Yoshitatsu and Sai, and I just love this match. If you watch anything from the show, it should be this match. Uh, both teams had their working boots on and put on a show for the house show crowd. Uh, Jin were the stars in it, but Sai and Tatsu's uh, teamwork was really great in this match, and uh, I definitely recommend checking it out. It's a single cam show, so that might irritate some people, but uh, I think it's worth checking out at least. Um, uh, Night 3 also had three um, tournament matches on it. Had Big Japan versus ECW. Big Japan beat ECW. Uh, Yoshitatsu and Sai versus Violence Giants. I forget who won that. Wait. Oh, shit. I think it was... um, I think Violence Giants. Yeah, I think it was Violence Giants. And then... um, the main event was uh, Enfonce versus Next Dream, with Enfonce picking up the win surprisingly. But again, I am not uh, I'm not getting my hopes up yet. <laughs> but uh, we didn't watch that show, so we can't really have any thoughts on it. But we did watch uh, Night Four, which took place today, uh, November twenty third. Uh, first, uh, three uh, three tournament matches. The first tournament match was Enfonce uh, versus Purple Haze. Uh, very surprised Enfonce won this again, <laughs> with uh, Purple Haze being zero and two. I assumed this was going to be like an easy win for them, but uh, nope. Especially because it was, like, the second match of the night, so I was really surprised, like, they put it that low. Especially with, I don't know, it was a weird positioning to me, I guess, but, uh... Yeah. 
but Enfonts with a winning record in a tournament in all Japan. Like, what bizarre world did we just enter, really? It's just, I doubt it lasts, but I'm going to enjoy it while it does. Just not getting my hopes up for where they end up by the end of the tournament. Uh, overall, it's a fun match. Uh, Izanagi and Zeus, but not Izanagi and Zeus. <laughs> Izanagi and Iria have been uh, surprised at the tournament for being as good as they have been. As I've been saying, basically every night we talked about. Uh, second tournament match was Violence Giants versus Jin. Uh, pretty good match, which lasted too long. Uh, Suama's phantom arm injury from uh, Champions Carnival made a comeback here, so uh, Jin made that the focus of their offense, which, hey, it was good arm work, so I can't really complain too much, I guess. This is funny how Suama just randomly has the arm injury back at whenever he feels like it. But uh, had some good stuff in the end with Jake and Shuji, and the uh, armor continued to play a role the entire match with Iwamoto getting a judo throw and an arm bar on Suama for a good near fall. But I did not need this to go like 20 minutes, 21, whatever it was. Uh, worth checking out, I think, but uh, just know what you're getting yourself into. And uh, Jake going after Swama after the match just felt random, but hey, if it leads to a Jake title match down the road, I'm down with that, especially if Jake wins it, because I don't know who's going to beat Swama at this point, <laughs> but someone needs to. But uh, I don't think this was a very good match to check out. And then the um, main event was uh, Next Stream versus ECW, and uh, short but fun main event, kind of similar to the Big Japan versus the uh, Next Street match from the first night. Not must-see, but it's an easy watch, and uh, Next Street can get their first win of the tournament. But yeah, overall, uh, not a whole lot of must-see stuff from World Tag League. I would definitely check out the Violence Giants versus Jin match we just talked about. Mm. Uh, watch uh, Jin versus Tatsu and Sai from the second night. And watch the Enfant versus Violence Giants match. I'd probably check out the um, Jin versus Purple Haze match, too, from night one. But uh, those are probably like the main matches so far, and we got a little bit of a break until uh, yep. night five. Let me pull up what's on night five so we can let y'all know. Yeah, say so the next uh, Real World Tag League mat or show takes place November 29th. The tournament matches are uh, Kento Miyahara and Yuma Aoyagi versus Yoshitatsu and Ryoji Sai. Uh, Jake Lee and... Uh, Iwamoto versus Jiri and Masato Tanaka. Uh, Izanagi and Irie versus Kobayashi and uh, Sekimoto. Those are your only uh, tournament matches. And uh, don't look like uh, Enfons are even booked for the show. <laughs> I guess they didn't want to go to Gunma for this shit. But mm. um, well, you got uh, Hokuto still, I think. Yeah, you still got Hokuto. So you got you got a little bit of Enfons representation. Uh, He's facing uh, Ryuki Honda, so that should be kind of cool. Uh, Six-man tag, uh, Black Mentor Ray, Hikaru Sato, and Mazada. Oh, shit, Mazada's on the show. Let's go. But uh, they're facing uh, Atsuki Aoyagi, Akira, and Haido. There's a tag match, uh, Yusuke Okada versus Takeyuki Oeki versus Udamaro and Alejandro. And we're getting uh, Suama, Shuji, and uh, Dan Tamura versus Takao Mori. Reblon and Yutaka Yoshie. So, uh, I guess it's nice to give Enfonta a night off because they literally have worked every show so far. So, give the boys a break. But uh, that's it for Real World Tag League. So, let's get into the uh, final two shows we're going to talk about. Yeah. Uh, first show we're going to talk about is the night one of the Dio Grand Prix, which took place on uh, November 22nd. Overall, uh, that was a great way to kick off the tournament. I pre mm -hmm. pretty much enjoyed everything, to be honest. Well, one match I kind of didn't as much, but... I'm sure you can guess which one that might be. <laughs> or maybe not. I don't know. But um, there was a dark match with uh, J. 
Junretsu was uh, Watase and Okatani. Mm. I forget who they faced, but Watase. Naya and uh, Keigo. Right. And uh, Watase picked up the win, so. Yeah. I'll be that. But I don't remember anything about the match. I just remember it happened. <laughs> we kind of tuned in like a couple of. Yeah, I, don't we, even, I don't think it was a full minute before it ended. Yeah, I think, so. I think it kind of started like during that match is when the live stream started. Yeah, so I was like, well, shit. But. Yeah, it's like we watched the show half of it live and then the second half. Uh, the next day because we just got tired and <laughs> went to like, nah, fuck this. I'll wait till tomorrow to watch it. Pretty much. But uh, like I said, a great show. Uh, kicked off with a four way match, uh, four way tag match. Uh, Eruption, Yukio Sakaguchi and Taki Akai defeated Dancho Kodino and Antonio Honda, Toro Owashi and Kazuki Hirata, and Samutakao Mad Polly and 723. And uh, I was kind of mad Eruption weren't the last to come out, but uh, whatever. <laughs> they both looked really good, so that's the important thing, especially in a match like this where it really doesn't matter a whole lot. Uh, Harada had a new belt with him, claiming it like, meant that he was the best variety guy V1. wrestler in the company. The V1 title, yeah. But uh, there really wasn't much to this match. Uh, not like I really expected anything going in. Uh, Honda, like hitting Don- Dino's ass with the gun and it making like buzzing noises so was kind of weird. weird I guess so like weird. apparently the buzzing was the sound of Honda's anus giving godlike yeah. godlike powers to Honda's gun and Harada's chops. And uh, I don't know, it was whatever. But uh, Yukio used the power of that anus to win, I guess. So there's that. But uh, skippable was fine. Not much to say about it. Yeah, I was going to say, if you can't tell by some of the people involved, this is more of your typical comedy match. Um, Yeah, like you said, there wasn't a whole lot really to it besides that, I guess. Um, It was kind of it was just funny to see Sakaguchi, like, taking his arm. Because you know how Dino would be on the top rope with his ass out. Fucking uh, Sakaguchi was like... It kind of looked like he was, you know, fisting him, but that's how he was charging up his arm to uh, give him more power when he put Honda in his sleeper hold. So I thought that was actually kind of funny. Stupid, but funny at the same time. But I laugh at everything. So, I mean, <laughs> part of that, it, it was fine. Didn't uh, Yukio steal uh, Harada's belt? Yes. So he's the new V1 champion, I guess. Yeah, I he guess. Did, he would win the match, so I guess it's his belt now. I guess it's going to be their replacement for the... Uh, Iron, Iron Man, Man title since now. it's stuck in AEW for now. Thanks. It's in purgatory. Who the fuck's even the champ right now? Is it Brit? Last I saw was Brit, but God fucking knows. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> then every other match on the show was for the uh, Grand Prix. Uh, first match was uh, Block A. Akido defeated Mao in 708. And uh, uh, a lot of dancing in between moves early on. Like and, like Mao using the ref to avoid moves. Well, it's pretty short. And uh, Akido kind of like snuck out the win with a roll up after he, the two did like a cradle exchange and uh, really just not much of the match at the end of the day. Like it was fine, but kind of definitely a weak start of the tournament. Yeah, I was gonna say it was okay. Um, definitely just a lot of reversals and like you said, kind of dancing <clears throat> at the beginning. But I mean, I still enjoyed it. But yeah, it's not like the strongest way to start. Um, I did have to say I'm very happy that Mao has kept his hair because Kenta decided to cut his hair and i'm still sad about that so i'm glad someone still has fluffy hair with blonde streaks in it wait i think um mal was wearing like a mad kurt shirt too yes he was so he that was, was. <laughs> that yeah. something um uh next match was uh also block a match uh harashima defeated chris brooks in 11 13 and uh chris being a coward and attacking before the bell but uh i don't know like the match felt kind of try hard without actually being good it was fine, but it definitely gave off the vibe of them like trying to put on an epic, but not doing so at all. 
thought the match was kind of just average, but it seemed like other people liked it more than me, so maybe you'd enjoy it more. It might have just kind of be watch this live, and I was like, that was like pretty late, but maybe I'll rewatch it and enjoy it more, but the, really, this match did nothing for me, watching it live. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I don't want to say, uh, it was kind of boring for me, but again, it really might have been because it was late and we were getting tired, and it was kind of a mistake, but... <laughs> It, it, the matches didn't really do anything for me. I know they were trying hard, but I just didn't get a whole lot out of this one. Uh, the next match, also A block. Uh, Daisuke Sasaki defeated Konetsuke Takashida in 1345. And match was pretty good, but nothing really special, really. I think they've had better matches for sure together. Uh, the important thing, really, is the storyline they are doing with Takashida right now with uh, him losing to Sasaki here. He seems to have uh, lost confidence after his loss to Akiyama at Ultimate Party and. Now Sasaki's trying to recruit him for Damnation, and Takashita seems like he's actually considering it since he's in seems to be in a slump now. Ever since basically he lost the belt, lost to uh, Yoshihiko or Yoshihiko, yeah, wait, yeah, Yoshihiko. I always mix yeah, up. I was like, it's Yoshihiko. It's Yoshihiko, the doll, the doll yes, but he lost Yoshiko, to Yoshiko, the yeah, the Joshi wrestler. But yeah, he basically lost two big feuds back to back, and then loses to, to fucking Sasaki in the Do. So he's in a bit of a slump, and he seems. Interest, possibly interested in uh, joining Damnation, so I'll be curious if they continue that storyline throughout the tour, but like, dude, you're already in All Out, you just joined Sauna Club, like, yeah. what is he doing? He's gonna be in every single fashion that he can possibly be in, I guess, and it's just funny, because it's like, I wonder if All Out will be dead before Eno comes back, because <laughs> then it'd be like, what the fuck is Eno gonna do? But, um, anyways, I I enjoyed this match. Um, I think the last few minutes of this were very, very good. Lots of uh, reversals and pen attempts. They were just, they were just going crazy. Um, but yeah, I think the main gist of this is the whole story coming out of Takashita's loss. I am curious to see how this goes because it's kind of messed me up. I mean, it's the beginning because I was like, oh, Takashita's going to make it to the finals. But I don't know. This will be an interesting <clears throat> storyline if they keep this going. Yeah, it seems like everyone in Japan just went over their aces. Nothing for them to do. They're like all losing storyline. That's yeah. But I don't know. I'm excited for the possibility of uh, Takashita and Nando being yes, a team oh again. So that's. I mean, we we did have that was earlier this year. Yeah, but then Nando was a punk ass and, <laughs> and said, "No, no, I'm out of here, bitch." But that'll be interesting. But maybe the, maybe uh, Sasaki getting Takashita into damnation is his way of trying to get Endo to leave. God, so, stop! No. This damnation storyline is going to continue for forever. No. <laughs> but no, yeah, like it was a pretty good match. I think it's just really the storyline is really the important thing rather mm-hmm. than the match itself. Uh, next match, the Block B, Makoto Oishi defeated Shunma Katsumata in 7:39, and uh, there's really good shit here. I love Shunma coming out to the NWA shirt to play with some like some mind games to Oishi so since cute. they used to be in the same thing together. And uh, the match had like 15 near falls and like the. La- past half of the match like it was nuts and uh Oshi's submission finish over Shuma ruled and he has overall really enjoyed this match not a whole lot to say about it I'd say definitely good stuff here um I wish they kind of added a couple more minutes but I at the same time it was fine where it was I guess I don't know uh, I mean I just enjoyed it anyways I just wanted to say I actually I really love Shuma coming out with like wet-ish hair I thought it was super cute on him of course I'm just gonna talk about that kind of shit but whatever. <laughs> no, when you point out the time, I was thinking, I was like, I know this match, the show had like, what, like seven matches on it? Yeah. So, because I had to have a bunch of tournament matches, but 
they nothing really went that long. Like nothing, mm-hmm. everything was sub fifteen minutes. Yeah, even the main say, event. Yeah. Like, but I mean, we'll talk about the main event here Which in a minute. I but, was a but yeah, it's like it's kind of surprising how like short everything was, even the main event. Mm. But also, I won't complain though. Yeah, that's, I'm not gonna complain. Cause that's a smart way to do it. And all the matches, like, I don't think maybe this one needed more time. But beyond that, I think a everything. A little bit, and I'm not even saying like make it like over ten. It could have been like nine, and that would have been fine or something. Uh, but yeah, I think everything did well with the time they had. And, and, oh um, yeah. And before we go to the next match, if you haven't, follow Makoto Aishi on Twitter because please, follow please. His, like his, he posts like little pictures like every day or just about of his uh, daughter so and she is so cute man like she's so cute it's like the best thing whenever I wake up I'm, I get on Twitter and I see like him post pictures of his daughter it's just so it's so cute yeah it makes my day so you can follow him anyway but if you if you want to see I don't know see, is that fuck I don't know just look up Makoto Aishi yeah. on Twitter you'll find it probably. <laughs> Or you go to Chris's Twitter because I think he retweeted some shit because he meant mm. he meant to meet uh, the the daughter, yeah. but he couldn't at the show the house show over the weekend. So, anyway, <laughs> uh, next match uh, is that the semi main? Yeah, it's semi main. This um, is semi. Block B also uh, Yuki Oena defeated Kazusada Higuchi in eleven forty nine and uh, Wrong Man won, but this was still a fucking <laughs> awesome match. I knew you were gonna say that. Higuchi is always an absolute beast, but Oena has been like really winning me over lately. Mm. Ever since he won that title, he's been just on a roll. He might. He might make me change my mindset on that title finally, because that title's fucking worthless for the most part since it's made in tra- trash feuds. But him with the belt is very good so far, so I'm, I'm enjoying that. Uh, like, like this match is fucking crazy. Like, I had a ton of crazy spots. Like, Oeno hit a fucking springboard Rana to the outside on Higuchi, which is fucking nuts. Uh, Higuchi going for like a choke slam, but Oeno dodged it and hit a drop kick straight to. Higuchi's head, but he just no-sold it. That was awesome. Uh, Ueno tried to charge Higuchi, but he just, like, bounced off him. And, uh, I don't know, just a ton of big moves in general. Just awesome stuff from these two. Uh, I'm really excited for both guys' tournaments. I'm curious who uh, Ueno eats a fall to, because he's going to have to eat some. Because yeah. he ain't making it to the finals. But he doesn't fight. That'd be so fucking weird. Like, I know he's, I know. I know he's a champion know. now, but, like, there's no point to have him be in the finals. I'd love to see Higuchi in the finals, but I don't think that's happening either. But, no. <laughs> but yeah, I'm really interested to see how these two uh, tournaments turn out. Yeah, this was an insanely strong match um, from both guys. They both put on super strong performances here. So definitely excited to see how the rest of their tournaments turn out. Um, <clears throat> I do wish Higuchi won here, but, <laughs> I mean, it's not the end of the world. Definitely... I'm trying to look at all the Block B participants and getting an idea of who Ueno could lose to. Um, I don't know. Well, who did uh, Ueno, oh, it was Mao he defended against. Yeah, it was Mao he defended against on a TV show. You have Shinma beat him, maybe? Oh, you know I'm always down Oishi for that. Oishi can always beat him. Akiyama. <laughs> Akiyama's got bigger things. I know. He has bigger fish and to Endo's fry. And Endo's champ, so like, it's pretty much... Gonna be Shunma or Oishi. It's probably gonna yes. be him. But uh, I don't know if you'll push back on me or not for this, but uh, I think this was my match of the night. I'm not gonna push back on you for that. Okay, I was curious. I don't. I didn't know how you felt about the main event, but I guess we'll get to that. Um, the main event was uh, Block B. Also, Tetsuya Endo defeated Junakiyama in 14 minutes, and uh, very surprised Endo got the win here. Like, I figured he was going to lose, and that'd be one of his, that was going to be one of his few losses of the tournament, but no, I guess fucking not. Uh, Akiyama continues to look impressive. Uh, crazy, all the bumps he's willing to take for these guys, honestly. Like, between this and the Takashita match, he's taken uh, plenty of apron bumps. 
uh, started off kind of slow, which kind of led to making me think they were going to go long, but they kept it to a tight 14 minutes, which was appreciated. Uh, them trying to hit moves on the outside, but avoiding them was pretty good. And I don't know. Overall, I'd say it was a great match still. Like, if I was rating this, I'd put it on the same level as the Takashita match, but I think I preferred the Takashita match because it like didn't start off as slow as this one did to me. But the back half of this was just fucking awesome with Endo going balls of the wall and unloading like everything in his arsenal to put away Akiyama and finally put him away from the shooting star press. If I hadn't known this was, if I was watching this live, I would have assumed uh, Akiyama was going to get his knees up and then they'd continue the match, but no, that was just the finish. And I don't know, like, great match, but I definitely think the semi-main was a better match. I was going to say, this definitely was a great match, but yeah, semi was a little bit better just because of the slow start to this one. But I have to disagree on, um, yeah, I, I don't agree with the Takashita match. Because, you know, that one, I, I didn't like it as much as most people did. I think this was a little bit better. I think it was a little bit better. And it might be because it was a little shorter, too. So, it didn't feel like it dragged quite as bad for me. But I don't know. Um, I mean, I guess overall I was still very surprised that uh, Endo won. Now I'm a little concerned with who's going to actually beat him during the tournament. Because someone has to, please, I swear to God, someone please beat Endo. I don't want him to win this whole thing. Because we all know who he's going to pick for his opponent. So someone please. Whoever gets to the finals, if he makes it to the finals, can you just beat him? Please, I'm pegging you. I'm just curious who the fuck's going to beat Akiyama more than he's going to beat Endo, to be honest. Um, that is a good point. Well, you actually, got... oh. I think Oishi's going to beat him. Yes. Because Oishi That's is the leader of Junretsu. Yeah, and that's so. going to be a good way. Yep. So, yeah, I think I think Oishi will probably beat him. I don't think Shuma can. Shuma won't. Ueno, maybe. He could. It's possible. I don't know. I don't know. Higuchi, possible too. I wish Higuchi would beat the... <laughs> now that Akiyama hasn't beat Endo, I think Higuchi probably will. Let's go, baby. Continue that view a little bit longer. Because that was like, a great part of this year, so I'm not going to complain. More matches from those two, but... Yeah, I'd say uh, overall it was a great start to the DO. Plenty yep. of more stuff to go. Got another large break kind of <laughs> for this shit because the next next um, that's okay. Next shows aren't till uh, this weekend, I think. But you basically got like three back to back shows, so plenty of stuff to go through. I'm not gonna go through all that. Just like what's com- upcoming because that's three shows on like Old Japan, which is only one show. So I'm not gonna go through all that. But uh, definitely a lot of stuff to get excited for and finally talk about uh noah from the <laughs> noah the uh, noah the chronicle volume Whatever, four yeah. from november 22nd from uh, yokohama budokan uh overall uh really great match or great great match yes yeah, great match. yeah just great match the whole show was a great match but no um <laughs> no that was a really great show like definitely one of the better shows of the year in my opinion like Especially, I mean, the main event, I think, kind of carries it a little bit. Oh, for sure. But overall, I think everything was good for the most part. And there was, just, like, several great matches on it. So, I mean, it depends. But I, I definitely think, it was at the very least, it was a great show. Maybe it wasn't, like, one of the best of the year. I don't know. Maybe I'm going a little the, the, overboard. I but say, one of the, some of the ones below the title matches. But, yeah. I don't know. Overall, that was a great show. So, I'm definitely excited to talk about it. Uh, the first match was... Uh, well, yeah, Mohamed Yone, Hajime Ohara, and Yohei, and Seki Yoshioka defeating Yoshiki Inamura, Junta Miyaki, Kinya Okada, and Yasutaka Yano in 10.36. Uh, still not used to Inamura without hair. It's just weird. 
and I know the guy's using his old gear since leaving Congo, but it's been over a month, my guy. Like, can you you can afford some new gear by now? Like, so your titty, tits, tits are, are so out. I just, can't like, do it. It's just so small. You like you can't keep those in. They're too big. They're too <laughs> massive now. But like, you've gotten a lot beefier since you debuted. I'm sorry, yeah. but um, anyway, uh, Yohei and Hajime dancing to Yone's music was pretty cute, and uh, but not much to say about the match really. Just your typical opening tag match. Get everyone on the card. Let everyone hear Yone's music. Hajime submitted Yone, or Yone. Yeah, he submitted yes. his own teammate for the win. Yes. He submitted Hajime. Oh my God, Hajime I can't talk. Hajime submitted Yone. Yeah, that. But yeah, I was like, it was a perfectly fine opener, and uh, got full throttle being fucking crackhead, so I don't know. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I was going to say, anytime I can see full throttle being their full um, crackhead self is always a good time. Yeah, I was going to say the match itself was, you know, like you said, typical opener. Um, it was definitely cute seeing um full throttle and yone interact what did he call them since Yone's technically not in full throttle i think it's like the funky four or something, something like that yeah i think that's just so cute i love that so much <laughs> their little pose in the ring during the match was oh it's too cute um but i think yeah I, I think that's the gist of it is you know full throttle and yone are just really good uh funky partners oh yeah and fucking yano's hair is growing back already like yeah I I got so confused when he came out. I was like, dude, this, this guy's hair must grow back super quick. Cause when, when he debuted, like, end of October, I think? Mm-hmm. Something like that. So, yeah. yeah, it's like only been a month, and his hair is basically, like, fully grown back when he was I fucking, like, that, cue ball bro. head I when he debuted. That. But uh, The next match was uh, Kotaro Suzuki and Salvaje de Oriente <laughs> defeating Kongo, uh, Hal, and Tadasuke in uh, 559. Uh, Suzuki came out with some mass wrestler, and I still have no fucking, like, clue who this guy is. Like, people on Twitter think it's... Uh, Yuya Susumu from Freedoms. Well, I think he's like freelancer, but he works mostly Freedoms. Mm. Which, maybe that's him. Whoever it was, like, they were kind of sloppy in this match, and maybe maybe it's just kind of nerves and shit working in kind of a bigger company, but I don't know. Yeah, like, the match was fine and pretty short, just nothing notable, and the whole thing that made this match worthwhile was who was Suzuki going to team with, and the reveal was pretty flat because he just came out and no one knew who he was, so it's it weird. The dude's music being Californication was kind of funny, at least. But I don't know what the I don't know what the deal with this is, and they're now the challenging singer for the tag title. So I'm curious what's going to happen with this. Hopefully, they unmask this dude pretty quickly because it's just weird. Yeah, this this was just a weird situation all around. I was definitely looking forward to seeing who the masked wrestler was, but when I read the or not even read the name, I was just looking at Twitter and I was like, who? And I saw that the general consensus was also who. I was like, oh, that's that's not a good sign. But um, yeah, the match was okay, kind of sloppy. At least I enjoyed like Suzuki and how shocker, shocker there. Um, but and they fucking pinned how. Yeah, and they pinned how the absolute fucking disgrace of it all. How should have won, anyways. How should be your champion right now? But that's a different story. Um, I'd say this is kind of skippable, though, unless you want to see what the masked wrestler looks like, but, or, and if you want to hear Californication, I mean, that's always worthwhile, I think. Like I said, like, the th- whole point of this match was who was go- he was going to be his, uh, partner. I was like, who the hell is this? It, it just fucking fell flat, and, like, they didn't even, like, milk it anyway. It's like, basically, when Suzuki came out, the guy came out with him, like, yeah. at the same time, and I was like, who the fuck is this guy? And The crowd I'm, could not have cared less, either. And I'm like... I think I mentioned it last week when we were talking about, like, who it could be. I didn't think it was going to be anyone obvious. Like, it wasn't going to be fucking, like, Ridgeway or fucking 
Nisawa or whoever. But, yeah, I knew it wasn't Nisawa. But I was like, I figured it was going to be someone random, but I figured it would be someone people actually knew. Yeah. Like... Don't uh, don't hype it up if it's not. Yeah, say like, it just fell completely flat. So I don't know why they did this, but if they're trying to like debut someone, I guess that's a way to do it. But but at least give us a name. Like fuck, it was so weird because they didn't even. I don't remember them saying the name at all. They were just like X or Mystery Man. I think they said it. Oh. Like they started to say it near the end of the match or something. I wasn't fully I hearing was, it, but. I was out. But like when they when he came out, they just said X because they didn't they didn't know who he was either. I guess they finally I guess they <laughs> That's told. That's what I thought was funny. I guess they told them halfway through the match. Oh yeah, this is what this guy's name in. But I was like, I don't like, know. It was uh, fucking weird. Tell him at the beginning. But uh, next match, uh, Sugira Gun, Kazuki or Kazuyuki Fujita, Kendo Kashin, and Osawa Rongai defeated Kongo, Masa Kitamiya, Manabu Soya, and Neo in four forty five. Short match, but nothing musty. Uh, Fujita and Soy going out was fucking beast though. Highlight of the match, really. But the rest is all right. Just uh, yeah, give me that uh, Soya and Fujita singles match down the road. I'll be happy. Staring? Hell yeah. But no, yeah, like match is all right. I was, I really enjoyed Fujita and Soya going at it. Like I said. Yeah, I think that was pretty much like the only real highlight for me. I didn't really care at all for it. It was it was fine. Just it was a short match, so I mean, not too much to really get excited over, anyways. And then the uh, next match was a special match. Uh, Keiji Mudo, your next GHC champion, defeated stop. Shuhei Taniguchi in 1351. And, uh, yeah, this was kind of slow and boring, to be honest. But I didn't really expect much else, honestly. Like, it could have been worse, so I guess that's a good thing. Bad. But it's 2020 Mudo. What do you fucking expect? At least, like, it went shorter than I expected. And like I said, I think it was a little bit better than I expected. Not better than I expected, but it wasn't as bad as I expected it could have been. But uh, even though it wasn't long, it felt long as fuck. So it is, it is what it is. But, yeah, um... Your future GHC champion beats you, hey, so, uh, yeah. Hope y'all are looking forward to that uh, 45 to 60-minute Mudo match whenever he gets his title shot. <sighs> well, I'll just go sit and look at the door or something during that because I refuse. But, yeah, the match was just, all I have to say was meh. I wasn't looking forward to it anyway, so, sorry. Sorry, Tanaguchi, I'm sorry. <laughs> I try to like everything that you're in, but... Yeah, this just wasn't it. But uh, definitely need uh, make Mudo versus Fujita for the title one week. Let's fucking go! Oh, that reminds me. Um, we didn't mention it during the uh, Fuji like when the Sugiro Gun shit. They had Fujita's like little Titan Tron or whatever, and it said Anokiism on saw it. That, yeah. that was, was kind of cool. But nah, it ain't Anokiism. It's Mudoism. That shit running wild in Noah right now. But uh, got the uh, first of our. Title matches next for the GHC Junior Heavyweight titles. Stinger, Yoshinari Ogawa, and Hayata defeated Momono Seishun Tag, Daisuke Harada, and Atsushi Kotoge in 23-29. And uh, that's strange. It's like it's really weird to make a big deal about Momono Seishun coming back together as a tag team, only for them to lose the belts in their second defense to the same team they beat for the belts. Like, I guess there's no point to them having the belts now that Harada has the main belt, and the story was kind of Stinger versus Suzuki right now after they betrayed him. But I don't know. Uh, ended up being a pretty great match anyway. Like, I much preferred this to the title match where Singer lost the belts. A lot of that was thanks to Ogawa and his arm work on Katoge. And uh, as with many junior matches in Noah, it probably could have had some time shaving off. But it's really my only real complaint. It's just wild this was longer than, like, the actual tag, the heavyweight tag title yeah. match. Only by, like, a couple minutes, but it's still. Like, like, two. They really like giving the juniors time, which, I mean, in most cases that'd be a good thing but i don't know noah they jr do it too much yeah they do a little too much that's pretty much they the need issue to cut it a lot. but 
still, I thought this was a great match. Definitely like the best junior tag title match in pretty much, I don't know about all year. I have to think about it, but it's definitely since COVID. I was going to say, it was a pretty, pretty great match. Um, I don't, I'm a little confused on where Harada and Katoge are going to go after this. I'm like, this doesn't necessarily, I guess, mean a breakup, but I'm just kind of like, okay. Like, Harada's obviously fine because he has the main title, but it's like, Katoge left full throttle for, for this, just to end up losing immediately, but I, I don't know. This is weird, but I mean that's that's Noah's junior division in a nutshell. Oh, uh, yeah, still still a great match. Thanks, Ogawa. You're the goat. You rule. Um, I guess that's really it. <laughs> I sound so sad about this this show, but we're getting closer to the part that made me sad. So. And uh, what do you mean they don't have to break up? It's Noah Juniors. They have to break up. That's the rule. No, but they didn't fight with each other after. So I bet. By this Please time stop. next month, Kotoge will be stop. teaming with Suzuki and Oriente. Stop. Oh, my God. And uh, I don't know. Where's Harada going to end up? Harada will go with Stinger. There we go. Oh, my God. I would scream. <laughs> if that actually happens, I swear to God. <laughs> Good job. You put the cursed shit in there. I, I, I'm, I am in Nosawa's brain. I know how he thinks. Nosawaism. Hell, yeah. I feel like Nosawa wrong guy. <laughs> Anyway, um, next match, um, GHC national title match. Uh, Keno defeated Kaito Kiyomiya by referee stoppage in 1930 and uh, really surprised by the result. I know it was only Keno's second offense, but I kind of figured strapping up Kaito was going to be a way to keep him away from uh, Nakajima for a bit after he won the GHC. That obviously didn't happen, and neither did Kaito winning here. Uh, but it's just, what what do you do with Kaito now? Like, I'm, mm, that's my main thing. It's not going to be going after Keno again because they already did that. Go is busy now, but maybe run that back since Kaito did beat him in the N1, so they could do that January, which is kind of where I'm leaning right now. But it feels like there isn't much for Kaito to do right now, and it's been a long time since he's been without a belt, so I I don't think he needs to have the GHC title right now because it's been a year, and you, you keep him away from it a little bit, but I really thought this national title was going to be the way to do that, but mm. oh well. But... The match was just as great as you'd expect from these two. Like, these two pretty much are always great when they face off. I doubt it's going to sniff anyone's, like, year-end list, but it's still ruled. And I didn't expect Kaito to lose to a sleeper, though. When I saw it was a ref stoppage, I assumed Kaito, like, got knocked out by a kick or something, like their previous uh, title match in, like, 2018, 2019, whatever that was. But uh, also, I was kind of surprised it wasn't the semi-main, but I guess that makes sense cause considering who comes out go. after the main event. And also the star power involved in the semi-main anyway, God. but... Yeah. Anyway, great match. Really surprised Keno won. Yeah, we were both very surprised that uh, Keno won. I woke up and I was like, what the fuck do you mean Keno won? I thought this was Kaito's moment here. Which, uh, it's just weird because it's like if Kaito actually is going to have this quote-unquote faction that he kind of started, it's just strange that he won't have a belt. I I don't know. Kaito feels like he's just kind of going to float around, I guess? Because I'm like... Literally, what the hell does he do? He's just gonna be in. Well, for now, he is in a bunch of gonna be in a bunch of random eight yeah, mans say, like, and shit. The, so yay! Yeah, it's like the yay. upcoming cards. He's like all in fucking like random fucking multi man matches, and I'm like, all right, I guess like yeah, it was like Inaba and um, Inamura and someone else. Yeah, I it's forget. like um, the uh, show that's gonna have uh, Go versus Segura has uh, Kaito, Inaba, 
Inamura, probably. Inamura and Shuhei versus M. Oh, Alliance. Shuhei, okay. So, yay. He's doing fuck all. Woohoo! Not like fucking Nakajima's doing much better, but we'll get to that. Shut up. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, what, what do you think about the match? Match was just great. It was fucking, it fucking rolled. Like you said, I don't think it'll be on anyone's like year in list unless you're like a really huge Keno Kaito fan. Um, but the physicality of it all just kicked ass, and you know the the story. We all know the story. Keno's obsessed with Kaito, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah. That's really all I have to say about that, I guess. Yeah, like, it was a great match, but it definitely didn't live up to their uh, GHC title match where fucking Keno knocked him the fuck out. That oh, was, no, that shit was That was fucking, late. I love that fucking match, man. But, uh, the uh, semi-main was for the GHC heavyweight tag titles. Uh, Sugira Gun, Takashi Sugira, Kazushi Sakuraba defeated M's Alliance, Naomichi Marafuji, and Masakatsu Funaki in 21-25. I uh, had all of M's Alliance out here to support Maru and Funaki. But unfortunately for them, Sugira Gun had the bigger star with them coming out with Masahiro Chano. No, Jarena's the star. Um, Sorry. But uh, the match was all right. Maru hitting a tombstone on Sugi on the apron was pretty sick at least. And I kind of wish they had flipped this with the national title match, as I said. But considering the post-match of the main event and you're bringing in Chono, you'd at least want his appearance to be in the semi-main event. But I just love after the match, fucking Mudo told Jarena to slap Chono. <laughs> that was fucking awesome. But... Yeah, the match itself was just alright, other than, like, the Mario's apron spot. Yeah, I was gonna say, I didn't take much. It was a fine match. It just didn't really do anything for me. Um, for some reason, I felt the time here. I don't know. I think it was, I mean, this is a long show, so you you definitely start to feel the time with the, the title matches, for sure. It definitely didn't help. We, uh saw the results and didn't I didn't yeah. I didn't even want to watch the show because of the main event. I but. swear I I accidentally spoiled myself. I looked on Instagram, I scrolled too far, I saw the result of the main thing and I honestly just did not want to watch the show after. I was like, fuck. But then everyone kept talking about the main, so I was like, fuck, I guess I have to watch the show and plus we had to talk about it so I had to watch it eventually, I guess. But let's, uh, yeah, so let's get to the pain, the main event for the GHC heavyweight title. Uh, Go Shizaki defeated Katsuhika Nakajima in 42-35. Uh, we shouldn't be saying that. Yeah, I guess Go is uh, is Noah, unfortunately. Well, not even fortunately. <laughs> I, I, lo- I love Go. He's fucking great. Like, honestly, he's probably, like, especially after this match, he's my wrestler of the year at the moment. Just for, like, if you're doing, like, MVP drawing and all oh, that bullshit. Okay. Most outstanding is Nakajima, but... If you're just talking okay, about that's, yeah. all the other bullshit, yeah, it goes. Like, I I do star ratings for my own useless bullshit. doesn't really matter. But I've given this fucking man five, or, yeah, five. He has three five-star matches yeah. this year. This match, the Kaito match at the beginning of the year, and the Fujita match. Because if you didn't rate that five, you're a coward. Yeah, I'll <laughs> say, uh, hello? But no, like, this match was fucking amazing. Um, like how do i want to approach it like i said it's an amazing match i definitely it's definitely gonna end up in my year-end list like i said like i said this is the fucking third go match that's probably gonna be in it dude has been having a ridiculous year and so is nakajima honestly more i think nakajima's been having a better year than him personally i think nakajima's had more consistency i don't know if it makes any sense like go has been pretty consistent it's just like I think Go's had more, or, or Nakajima's had more big matches. That's, yeah, that's what I'm trying to like, get at. More big, great matches, but literally all of fucking 
uh, all goes. Those stuff has been all his great. title matches have been fucking awesome. Yeah. So it's like he's been having a great title reign, and this is just more yeah, of the this same. Uh, this was a bit on the long side, but I think they structured it well so that it never got boring. And mm-hmm. even through it, even like though it was fairly even, Nakajima was dominant enough to get the crowd to want to root for Go. And I liked how after all the beating they put the, each other through, which is fucking like brutal. Like th- there were so many like it was so hard hitting. Like especially with because the clap crowd they weren't really cheering as much, so you heard all of the strikes, all of the kicks. It was insane. This is great. Ugh. And. Uh, after all that beating they went through, uh, the pin pretty much came with Go falling on him out of exhaustion and getting the pin. So I love that shit. But before we get into the, everything else, uh, what do you think about the match itself? I, what can I really say that um, anyone else hasn't said yet? The match was just freaking phenomenal. It's, I think it moved up into my top spot for match of the year, which I thought was going to be really hard to beat. But they, they fucking did it. Um the physicality was just off the charts because like you said since the crowd was fairly quiet for most part and you know still can't really cheer you heard everything so anytime they threw each other on the floor Nakajima hit a kick go hit one of his uh insanely loud chops you, you felt that like you heard it and you felt that in your soul and physically too um I, I don't know if I can rave anymore about the match itself. Because usually, you know how we kind of are. We don't typically like when they go a little lengthy. But the match was definitely structured well, where you didn't really get bored at all. Even when they kind of started off, there's some points it was a little slow. But that didn't really do. I didn't really pay attention to that. I was so in, I was so enthralled with the match. It didn't fucking matter what they did at any point. But um, yeah, absolutely fantastic match. Yeah, so this match, like, it felt like an epic, something that a yeah, lot of this things this year epic. haven't been able to accomplish, at least especially accomplish good. Like, I don't want to be, like, a whole, oh, no, New Japan sucks right now kind of they guy. They haven't had an epic but, yeah. besides, like... I, honestly, I, I don't think they've had an epic match in t- the entire year. What about the Tana-Naito match? I think that was, like, a great match. Like, definitely, like, a, a match of the year, but I don't think it was an epic, like... Naito Okada, Wrestle Kingdom. That's probably the, that's probably the closest. That's the closest. That's that was like the first thing I actually thought of was that match being but epic. But it's like when I think of epic matches this year, this is definitely on the list. Um, you haven't watched it yet, but Sayoriano versus Mayu yes. Miyazaki. I'll watch that before the end of the year. Yeah, so. like that was fucking. That felt like an epic match. Mm-hmm. It's like it's really hard to do epic matches during Especially this era right now because of because crowds the, can't get into can't, it, but, and that helps sometimes. And it's like. But there's very few matches that have been able to feel that and not be, like, drawn out. That's another thing. That's the main thing for New Japan for me is, like, they feel epic, but they're drawn out to try and be epics. Yeah, it's not a, like, natural... This was a very natural, epic match, I think. And this already had the story, so I think that also helped it, you know, kind of easily flow into it. Because this is, like, some of the best storytelling that I've (laughs) seen in a long time. Yeah, like, I think Nakajima and Go is, like, the feud of the year. Yeah, I agree, 100%. And There's really not much that comes close. Not really, yeah. And it's like, I think they wanted Naito and Okada to be that mm. when that happened. But I think it was, a, it, was, it was too late. Yeah, it was too late. This, they built it up to the perfect time. It wasn't like it wasn't super fast track. Like, literally the only fault in this match, or this feud, was that Nakajima already beat him before in like a random tag match. And that kind of was weird. Or no, go beat Nakajima. I don't know, one of them beat the other one in the random tag match, like, pinned them. 
That was weird. But other than that, like, that I was literally the only slip up in this feud. Well, the sec first slip up. The second slip up is fucking Nakajima losing here. <laughs> like yes. Like the problem really comes with the outcome. Like it seems pretty obvious what the direction is now. Go will defend against Sugi, and then on January he will either defend against Kaito in a rematch of or last Mudo. year's, or he's going to defend against Mudo because he's already hot hinting at that. Then we'll have a Kaito Mudo match. With whoever goes in champion, it doesn't really matter. It kind of makes sense. Like, GHC champ Mudo will be hilarious, and I want it to happen now. No. Just because I want the world to burn, because Nakajima didn't win it. But um, I don't think Kaito really needs a GHC champ, champ yet, which is why I just assumed Kaito was winning the national. And the real problem is, like, what the fuck do you do with Nakajima now? That's the main concern. This was the perfect time to swap the belt, and there's just no clear direction for him now. Like they could have just they could always just run this match back again sometime next year, but it just kind of seems pointless now. But I don't know. Uh, just goes to show he shouldn't have joined Congo because they are the Noah Geek Squad and always <laughs> choke in big title matches. Like Keno, like I was looking back, this this faction's been around since like May. Literally, one of them has won a title this during that entire time Jesus. in like in over a year, and it was fucking um, Keno finally beating Nakajima for the national. That's it. Keno won the uh, N1 and challenged for the title last year, but he lost because Congo are choke artists. There's literally, I, I don't know. I should, I really should have known once he joined Congo, he's just going to lose everything, I guess, now. And now he's going to be doing fucking fuck all on the undercard. So it is what it is. I guess we'll see. But I still don't think Kaito needs the belt now, but I think that's pretty much the direction they're going is that Kaito is going to be champion at some point next year. Yeah, you pretty much touched <laughs> touched it all. I'm just, I think I'm more so worried just because Nakajima. I don't know what the hell else he can do right now. I mean, again, it's like looking at future shows. He's stuck with like, who is he in with tags like Kitamiya? Kitamiya and uh, Soya, I think. Yeah, so I'm like, wow, real real exciting stuff. And this this just felt like the absolute right time to pull the trigger. So I'm just I'm very confused as to why, and I, for the love of God, I've talked about this with with people <laughs> so many times. I just need go to just take some time off, man. I can't see him do this anymore <laughs> for right now. I just should have just let Nakajima have it, so I can stop being so fucking worried about the fucking guy. But it is what it is. Um, I kind of had a problem with the um. With, like, how, not, I don't know, how do I describe this? I had a problem with how, like, Nakajima was just, like, kind of an afterthought even after the match ended. Because it was, like, Sugi and Sakuraba just, like, straight up came out. And I was, like, um, okay. So I guess we're just going to do that. We're just going to have Keno, or, you know, have his next challenger come out and go gets his. I, I don't know. It just felt really strange to me. Yeah, like, I think both of those matches are going to be pretty good. I mean, Sugi and... Uh, go is probably fucking great. great. Yeah. Sakuraba and Keno could be great, but I think it's probably just gonna be good. Yeah. But yeah, it's just like kind of after the match, Nakajima felt like an afterthought, and I don't know. I just if they weren't if they weren't gonna have Nakajima win the belt, I don't get the point of breaking up Axis. I'd rather yeah, they just same. stayed as a tag That's team. What I'm saying. Yeah, I'm like, what was the fucking point? Because they were like literally one of the best tag teams in the world, and now Go is having this great title reign, 
and Nakajima is just gonna fuck around with He's fucking gonna, yeah, Soya and Inamura now, I guess. And so, and, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Either way, I guess uh, Go proved his point. He is Noah, and we'll see how long that lasts, because I definitely think someone is gonna beat him next year, soon, mm-hmm. early on. Yep. So we'll see, but overall, I still thought it was a great show. It's just I was disappointed by the the result of the main event, even though the match was fucking phenomenal. But that's it for all the shows we're going to discuss. Uh, for matches of the week, obviously, the main event for the No Show is going to be our number one, or my number one at least. I'm sure it's your number one, it's too. It's my number one. Uh, two will be the national title match. I thought that was fucking really great, too. The problem goes with the third match. I would probably go... Uh, um, I'm really up in the air with my third would be. It's pretty much between uh, Ueno and Higuchi and uh, Hiromu Despi. Ooh. I'd pr- I'm thinking uh, Hiromu Despi personally, but that's yeah. not a fucking Hiromu mark, so of course I'm going to pick him. But, <laughs> but So yeah, but uh, we'll put up... We'll put uh, all the matches from this week that we recommend you check out in the footnotes. Check those out. Uh, next week, we'll be discussing the Dio Grand Prix up to that point, as well as the Best Super Juniors up to that point. And uh, also, Dragon Gate's uh, Gate of Origin, which takes place this weekend. I was going to have the card, but they haven't announced the card yet. So Yay. All we know for sure is we're going to have the, the two tag titles being defended. R.E.D. defending against Torumon. Yeah, it's uh, R.E.D. versus... Uh, Susumu Yokosuka, Genki Horiguchi, and Yasushi Kanda for the Triangle Gate titles. And for the uh, 28 titles, uh, BB Kai are going to defend against uh, Yamado and KZ. So. And there's a Sendai Girls offer match. But beyond that, we don't know what the show is going to be. So I guess we'll see. <laughs> but uh, that's what we're going to check out. And probably talk a little bit about the Big Japan. I'm at least going to check it out from today. But uh, check that shit out. Come back next week to hear our thoughts. But that's it. If you want to follow the pod, you can do so at One Wrestling Pod. You can follow Caitlin at Ticking Time Boss. And you can follow me at ASPIR underscore. But that's it for us this week. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next time. See you, everybody.